आई वी एम होमी मिस्त्री वॉज अरेस्टेड होमी मिस्त्री अ जर्नलिस्ट एंड एडिटर वॉज अरेस्टेड इन बॉम्बे इन नाइनटीन फिफ्टी टू एंड ब्रॉटेड लखनऊलीस्टिट्यूशन माई नेम इज प्रिया मिर्जा एंड एवरी वीक वी लुक इन टू हाउ द कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन शेप्स आर लाइव and all sorts of people from members of parliament to domestic workers and we are looking at work specifically and all sorts of work and everybody works from the president of this country to sex workers from ceos to housewives and of course ceos who are housewives housewives homemaker call it whatever the work the quantum and the scale remains unchanged the question really though is what is the definition of a worker what sort of work is recognized and what isn't what sort of work is remunerated and what isn't what do your fundamental rights really guarantee you and what do they not guarantee you and what is the play off if your work is an exercise of your fundamental right like the freedom of expression so one person at least discovered the heavy costs of publishing an article about the speaker of a legislative assembly and that's homi mystery mystery was the editor of a bombay based magazine blitz and as tabloids tend to do published a rather unflattering article about the speaker and these legislators found it deeply offensive incidentally though while they didn't think twice about being indignant about a journalist writing about them what are the qualifications to be an mp or an mla So the question is what does it take to be a parliamentarian and the answer is very little here are the qualifications to be an mp so according to article 84 of our constitution one must be a citizen of india and to be 25 years of age in the case of the lok sabha or 30 years in the case of the rajya sabha that's about it people no degrees no diplomas no language requirements or a million followers on instagram although that may help so people prime people you don't need to fudge your ba degree because a ba degree ain't required the point to remember is a democracy is not just about elections but about public offices being open to being contested by everybody and this is important not just useless information which takes us to the man we met in the previous episode and that is pv narsimha rao the prime minister whose government survived from 1991 to 1996 because of the no confidence motion it survived by giving bribes and not only did it complete its five year term the bribe takers were given off because of parliamentary immunities but pv narsimha rao amongst other things was also instrumental in pushing panchayati raj which is local government So a major Gandhian element of our constitution is the Panchayati Raj government and representation at the village level something which Gandhi was very keen on 5 decades after our constitution was drafted PV Narasimha Rao executed that Gandhian vision under article 40 into action with the 73rd amendment which for the first time provided constitutional status to Panchayati Raj institutions making the creation of rural and urban bodies mandatory 
so panchayats at the village level nagar panchayats at the intermediate municipal councils for small urban areas and municipal corporations for larger urban areas and thereby granted representation to millions of indians and more importantly provided for reservations for women scheduled castes and scheduled tribes wow but anything so wonderful one has to be a little suspicious isn't it so our third story today is about anita suresh a woman who worked for the employees state insurance corporation and anita's colleague made sexual advances towards her and sexually inappropriate remarks now we remember the posh act don't we the sexual harassment of women at the workplace act 2013 under which the worker is defined as an aggrieved woman but yet when the posh was being drafted there were concerns that women would make false claims and as a consequence section 14 of the act makes it clear that if there's a false or malicious complaint the aggrieved woman can be penalized and this section was inserted amidst much concern that women are prone to misuse right based legislations right and what about the fact that men are prone to being sexual predators what about that now this actually went against the spirit of the vishakha judgment that had held that no action should be taken against the complainant even if the complaint is not upheld so that women could feel secure in making a complaint even against powerful men at their workplace and seriously all laws can be misused and hundreds of people are falsely implicated in murder charges or in charges of financial irregularity but if there is a woman involved let's make life harder for her that's our adorable mp's so sweet now back to homi so the up legislative assembly constituted a privileges committee they found the article objectionable and recommended action against the editor and the assembly approved of the committee's recommendations and accordingly the speaker of the assembly issued a warrant of arrest that's crazy so can legislators put themselves before the rights of free citizens and that's what homi argued that on account of being arrested and detained for a night his fundamental rights were violated specifically article 19 which assures a person of the freedom of expression but more importantly articles 22 part 1 and 2 state that if a person is arrested he must be informed of the reason of such arrest be produced before a magistrate within 24 hours and be given the opportunity to consult with and to be defended by a jurist of his or her own choice but all these opportunities were denied to him he was produced before the speaker and not before a magistrate and more than 24 hours had passed without his open trial meanwhile anita struggled carried on and her company constituted an internal complaints committee but did not find any evidence of these sexual advances but the absence of evidence doesn't change the truth in homi mystery versus shri nafisul hussain 1956 the court ruled that no parliamentary privilege could be enjoyed by violating a fundamental right and this was just the start of the evolving jurisprudence on parliamentary privileges and anita did anita get justice nope In July 2019 the High Court of Delhi in Anita Suresh versus Union of India the court fined Anita Suresh rupees 50000 on account of the absence of evidence and in a swoop penalizing a woman for filing a complaint that's just sad 
that rather than inspiring to believe in law, women are dissuaded. Nonetheless, sexual predators at the workplace don't feel too pleased. The fight is on. Finally, in 2015, Rajasthan became the first state to include an education qualification to be elected as a local representative. And that was just the start. Other states have made it mandatory to have a bathroom, not more than two children, amongst other exclusionary measures to people who have leprosy. Leprosy, it's the 21st century and leprosy is curable. By the way, did you know that the only two vectors for leprosy are humans and armadillos? Yeah, that's what gets me going. Apart from constitutional politics, armadillos. Stout, brownish animals with strong curved claws and simple peg-like teeth. Yep. So today's takeaway is that members of parliament and legislative assemblies are keen to exclude a diversity of public representatives in local governments. If MLAs want educated representatives, why don't they start with themselves? Seriously. Second, that fundamental rights cannot in fact be trumped over parliamentary privileges. Yay! And third, posh. A law to protect women from sexual harassment at the workplace has an inbuilt suspicion of women's complaints. That is so not on. What is though is this very cool podcast. More on local representatives and bathrooms in the next episode. I hope you like the show. If you have questions or comments, please send them in on Twitter where I tweet at fundamentally p or on Instagram the longest constitution. Until next time this is me Priya Mirza signing out. <laughs>